Yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of What's the Word? My boy Zach, I gotta start with this, dude. How you doing? It's been a while. Been a while. It sure has, man. Uh, dealing with, you know, moving into to college, but um, everything went smoothly. Everything should be pumping out a lot of episodes now. We should be really good yes, to go. Um, so, Zach, uh, we got a lot to talk about today. I'd like to dive into that. Um, but first, before we get into that, uh, wherever you guys are listening to, whether it be our Anchor app or it be Spotify, you can find us on Google Podcasts. Right now, we're trying to get it on Apple Podcasts. I know that that's a popular platform, so I'm trying to figure out what we can do to get that over there. Um, but if there's any other platforms out there that you guys would like to um, have us on, make sure you let us know on Twitter. Um, but let's get started, Zach. I'm going to start with a question of the day for you, man. Okay, let's let's hear it. Who is your favorite athlete that is not talked about that much? Could be retired, could be a, 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 a you know somebody who retired a long time ago. Could be an active player right now. Um, I think I have two. You got two. One That's of them. Right. One of them is he is talked about a lot, but not in like a very good way. Okay. And the other one, people just aren't really, like, big on him. Like, he's good, but he's not a lot of people's favorite. Okay. okay. So, my first one is Lonzo Ball. Ah, dude, I love Lonzo. He is oh talked about He is talked about a lot, but for the wrong reasons. Absolutely. Um, he's not a bust, I don't I think, think. a lot of people just expected him to come into the league right. and average a 30-point triple-double. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's just not... That's just you shouldn't expect that out of a first year player. I, I and, think he's one of the best defensive point guards in the league. And injuries um, obviously set yeah. him back a little, but he's working on his shot. It's improved over the his three seasons. I'm excited right. to see where he goes. So my first pick is Lonzo Ball. And mm-hmm. uh, I believe I've talked about this guy in another one of our episodes, Boban Marjanovic. Marjanovic, man. I've been a fan of him for four years, I believe. And he's he's he, like uh, if you saw his interview on uh, TNT in, or I, f- I forgot what the name of the show is. I always forget inside the NBA with Shaq, Ernie, Chuck, and um, Kenny. Oh, the TNT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. His interview on there was hilarious, dude. Yeah. So I, I just I, I'm I a big the fan. TNT guys, anyway, dude, they're 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 so funny, so so funny. Um, but dude, mine is a recent retire. He retired this past year. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always I've always liked him just because uh, he does play football. And in football, the, it's, it's an 11-man sport. And there's a lot of... There's a lot of little things that have to happen for the big names to shine. You know what I mean? Like yeah. an offensive line has to block so the quarterback can, can get all the love, right? Yes. Um, and this player... I never saw got any love, and it's James Devlin, a fullback for the New England Patriots. I have always loved Devlin. You never saw him really run the ball, but his run blocking ability, his pass blocking ability, he's he's just a nitty gritty guy, and he did that. He just did some head smashing football for close to ten years. So, big big fan of James Devlin, and of course, guys, let us know on social media who your guys' favorite athlete is that's not talked about that much and you think should be talked about more, whether they be underrated, um, 
or they're just, you know, they caught your eye once and you've loved them ever since. Um, so definitely, guys, let us know. Um, but Zach, dude, NBA playoffs are, are, are moving right now. I'd first start off like to say this podcast is slowly turning into like a mainly NBA podcast. Dude, I, I will just say yeah, I'm okay with because, it. Though. I think it's just because the, the NBA that, is really yeah. the only pop in sport right now. Um, Don't get me wrong. I love baseball. Playoffs, but I love baseball, but I've just I've watched I've I've only been watching Braves games, but in that for the NBA playoffs, I've watched almost every game when I'm not working. NBA playoffs every are fun game. To watch, man. They so are fun to watch. I'd like to start off by saying either I I underestimated the Jazz or the Nuggets are not as good as I thought they were. Dude, I'm I'm leaning more towards dude. The Nuggets are not as good as I think they are. Like uh, I, I came into the playoffs thinking that MPJ was going to have a stud run with the Nuggets. Yeah, um, and he's just not performing. Jamal Murray though. Jamal Murray is for sure. Ninety-two points in two games. Yeah, he's been he's been thugging. Um, but I feel like it's crucial. It's very crucial for MPJ to to you know be be the next scorer for them. You know, if, because Jokic isn't going to be able to do that every night. He's going to have some matchups. He's going to have some nights that he's off. And mm-hmm. it's bound to happen that Jamal Murray's going to slow down. Mm-hmm. And they need, they need Michael Porter to step up, dude. And I'm just, I'm not, I, I don't think it's going to happen. Unfortunate, because I had them in the finals. Yeah. Um, but, but um, also, we're allowed to take away one of our picks, right? Yeah, dude, sure. Um, I'm switching my Trailblazers pick. Yeah, dude, Dame flying home back to Portland. With Dame, with Dame out, with Dame out, I... See, I said last episode, I was only choosing them for, like, fun. Right. I wanted right. fun to happen. Right. I was cheering. I'll still cheer for the Trailblazers, but the Lakers are going to win. Right. Um, Luca. I'm not afraid to say it. He's a he, don't even get me started on Luke. He's man. he's a top five player in the NBA. I would back that statement, dude. He, I really would. I am older than Luca, and he's and doing that's that scary to me. NBA. And look at me, dude. I'm young. I'm older than Luca. Right, he's Luca's twenty one. The NBA, dude. Like. Is there any is there any task that I am better than than Luka Doncic? I can say there's one thing I'm better at. It's eating chicken wings. Um, I might say baseball because I used to play baseball. But if we're talking athletic, about it, dude, no way. Maybe I don't know, dude. Getting off the couch competition, but what, that would he's, even be close. He's what is he six? He's six seven. I'm gonna look this up. But dude, he has had just an incredible run with the with the Mavericks, and it's it's just fun to watch them. And I really hope that they make that miracle run, dude. Because- he's a, he's he's six seven, two thirty. He can play one through four. He he's like Magic Johnson. He's incredible, absolutely incredible. That and game remember, winner. Yeah. Wow. Dude, no, he's a don, bro. I will say that. Um, he's crazy. When when he was getting the hype. Going into his going into that draft, you know, I had talked to a lot of people, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of people were like, "I don't think it's going to translate." I was um, very big on Luca. I I was kind of in the middle. I was like, I can see why it wouldn't translate, but if it does, 
I mean, I wouldn't be shocked. I was telling one of our good friends, Nickbo, yep. I said Luke is going to be the real deal, and he wasn't really in on it. Luke and I Nick kept Bo telling him. not sold on the Luca thing at I, all. I kept telling him, Luke is going to be a big deal. So, and then a year later, sure enough, I messaged him, like, you regret what you said about Luca, And he said, oh, yeah. <laughs> but um, Mike, Mike Breen's call for that game winner? Yeah. Incredible. Has yeah. Has there's only been one more double bang that I remember in recent times, and that was Steph Curry against the Thunder. Yeah, yeah, no, but for real. I think Luca's call was better though. I think it's just because it was Luca, man. Half of Luca's games in NBA playoffs in his career, he's had a triple double. Isn't that unreal? I mean, obviously small sample size, but right. I mean, that's it's still cool to say half of his, half of his, half of his yeah. Unreal. Absolutely unreal. I, I can't wait to watch them through the playoffs, and I hope yeah. they make a deep run because that would be uh, such a good I mean, the Clippers are up 3-2. Yeah, um, and it would be nice to see a comeback because it would make a great story, dude. But Paul George in playoff form. <laughs> <laughs> dude, unstoppable, you know. <laughs> yes, his, his, his seven points. <laughs> playoff P, man. He named himself that. Exactly. Imagine no. naming yourself playoff P and scoring seven points in a playoff game I, as your team's second be best player. Couldn't be me. I mean, yeah, we're. Uh. But but no, I would say the the NBA playoffs for sure have delivered on the entertainment mm -hmm. part. Um, I think the Heat are scary. The Heat have looked nice, dude. And the Bucks haven't really looked great. They they got blown out by the Magic. Yeah, I believe first game, right? They got blown out. First game was yep. First game. Oh, which. Either says that we underestimated the Magic or we overestimated the Bucks, and I think I think it was I I don't think that's the case. I think the Bucks just came just out slow. Yeah, right. Because the Bucks have e like pretty easily beat them the next three, taking it back. Yeah. Uh -huh. So, but yeah, dude, NBA playoffs have been fun to watch. I'm having a blast with it. Yeah, me um, too. It's it's been it's been super fun. And if you guys either aren't into basketball or, you know, you haven't been keeping up on the playoffs, I definitely recommend to start watching now because it is a load of fun. It's a lot of fun to watch. Plus, I saw that Lil Wayne was, was smoking some dank <laughs> as an E-fan. So that was kind of funny to watch. Um, the Sixers really blew it without Ben Simmons. The they were worse than I thought they were. Simmons, dude. But we're, I'm going to get in more on the Sixers later in the episode. Yeah. No, I just – I Ridiculous. But, I mean, let's finish on the NBA. It's been fun to watch. We've had a blast. Very um, fun. It's been a while since we've been able to talk about Reality Recap. And uh, it's been an interesting couple weeks. It has. It has. It's been an interesting couple weeks. So, when Memphis won HOH, I'm like, oh, this is going to be a fun week. Memphis has never won HOH before. He's going to make big moves. That didn't happen. No, he, opposite. He, he was kind of a pussy. Yep. So he won HOH, and his alliance that he made with Tyler, Cody, um, Christmas, uh, Danny, and who was the fifth? Um, Memphis. Um, so Nicole. It was Nicole. Yes, yes, yes. So Janelle caught four of them talking. It was Tyler, Cody, uh, Nicole, 
and I forgot the fourth, but she went to Memphis and told them about it and how she thinks that Nicole F. should go. But obviously, since Memphis in the alliance, that would but, be bad. Right, couldn't send her on. So, wouldn't it be smart? The whole alliance found out, and um, Nicole and the rest of the alliance tried to convince Memphis to take out Janelle since she figured out a majority of the alliance, but Memphis is a pussy. Exactly. It would have been smart to take out Janelle here. It would have been a it would, it would It would make your alliance happy. It would be good entertainment, but because yeah, then you have Janello, and then I mean, from recent events tonight, that could have been a different eviction, dude. He put up David and Nicole since they were new, and since David like has never actually played before, he wanted him to prove that he could be there. Yep, which I think is just a, an excuse to not do anything big. So he did that. Um, Cody, no, who won the veto? Enzo, Enzo, Enzo won the veto. No, Memphis won the veto, and he kept the uh, nominations the same, despite his alliance wanting them to secretly and shockingly take out Janelle. Right. Nicole was evicted with Enzo and Kevin voting to keep her, so I lost another member of my team. Zach, it's it's looking nice for me, man. It's looking and real nice. For this week, we've missed two weeks. Tyler ended up winning HOH, which gave me my first points of the season. Um, he nominated Janelle and Kaser, something that Memphis wouldn't do. Um, the safety suite was won by Enzo, so that's another point, five points for Biro. Um, he okay. saved he saved Christmas. Um. And then, so he did nominate Janelle Kaser. Um, Cody won the veto and kept it the same. We haven't had any really big spots tonight. And tonight, uh, uh, Janelle was evicted. Big move, dude. Big move. Which really kind of sucks. I mean, Janelle is, is, a, is a strong competitor. But I feel like if they're going to keep bringing her back, dude, and she's going to go home that early. Like the last time she was there was, I think, season 14. And that was the coach's year, and she was coaching, and she was the first coach eliminated. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think it's time to wrap it up, and I think that they shouldn't allow her back, dude. Eh, I, I mean, she deserves. She probably deserves a win, but you get a. It's you a hard game. It. It's a hard you game. Earn it. And David, he's making some rookie mistakes for sure. With telling people this and telling people that, and telling people that you told people. And what the other person said. Pads and, yeah, and it's, it's just not it's, good for him, dude. It's a pretty good season, though. I will say, I'm, I, I've been very interested. Um, in recent seasons, it's been kind of hard to get into it early um, yeah. and continue watching, but All-Star seasons always pique my interest, dude. I'm a big fan of Ian. He's Ian's funny. A beast. He's, He's funny. A beast. If you haven't seen Ian in uh, season 14, dog... Um, Wow, he's just, he's hes so smart, so smart. And that's funny, because his strategy this season, he said in today's episode, is to play dumb. Yep. Which I don't know how that's going to work when people already know that he's a genius. I mean, if he can but... just play like he's not in with anybody, but he's not out mm-hmm. with anybody, which obviously is what everybody wants to do, but I think the big thing is just mm-hmm. don't, 
don't be in with everybody. I think that's right. the biggest thing. And if he can do that, bro, he could go far. So, scary. an update on the points is Biro with 30, and I have 15. Don't mess with me, Zach. I doubled your points. So, no. if... Just whoa! If Kaser wins tonight, if Kaser wins HOH tonight, we're tied. Zach, all I'm saying, dude, all I'm gonna say is scoreboard. Okay. Scoreboard, man. Chill, chill, chill. That's chill, all chill. I'm gonna say. I'll chill. leave it at that. All right. But so that's our reality recap for the week. Um, Zach, the NBA, the MLB trade deadline's coming up. Uh, it is. You want to? You want to touch on that a little bit, man? Let's, it looks let's like it's it. like I can't tell whether it's going to be booming or whether it's going to be slow. I feel like that's every trade deadline in every sport. You know what I mean? Except I mean, for the NBA. I feel like the NBA in recent years has had some crazy trades go down. Usually, usually the MLB trade, trade deadline is popping. Uh, usually follow it every year. I'm a big baseball guy. But uh, this year seems kind of different, which everything is kind of different. But there's a lot of teams with a lot of needs, and there's yep. a lot of – a lot of teams that don't want to give up other pieces. So we saw two big, bigger trades go down today between the Royals and the Rays. The Royals got, I mean, the Royals traded away Brett Phillips to the Rays for a prospect. I'm, I forgot his name. And the Blue Jays acquired one of the top pitching, uh, top pitchers who was available for a rental, uh, Taiwan Walker, for a player to be named later, which is kind of a, Loophole because with the you're allowed to have a 60 man player pool, but only 28 men on the roster. Right. So only those 60 players were technically allowed to be traded. But if you phrase it as a player to be named later, you can name it, I guess, after the season, and it can be anybody from your roster. Those little loops, man. So that's what they did for Taiwan Walker. Um, I wanted the Braves to pick him up, but that didn't happen. It would have been nice, but dude. It looks like the dominoes are starting to fall. Like maybe those two trades are going to kick off a bigger, a bigger boom in the I trades. Open, I, I love seeing the trades come in, especially when it's um, when it's teams that are kind of on that fringe level. You know, of yeah. of like we if we get this these couple pieces, we can compete with anybody. Right. There's a lot of teams that are right there. Like exactly. the Yankee, the Yankees need some starting pitching. The Braves starting year. pitching. Um, there's a lot of teams on the fringe. Like the Braves are in first place. The Yankees aren't in first place, but they're looking. They're they're banged up. They need some. What's <laughs> new, man? Yeah. What's new? Honestly, it's it's I it comes up this Monday, so I'm probably gonna be on Twitter all day. <laughs> yeah, right. So hopefully, for sure. So I heard on. I've been seeing on Twitter, I've been hearing things about Call of Duty playoffs going Dude, on. Yes. Um, so very exciting things happened. Um, the Call of Duty League had their, their first playoff season in their franchising league history, um, which is is good and bad. I know that right now, or at the beginning of the season, they were playing for a prize pool of $2 million. Um, and there's been a lot of talks and hatred towards them moving to online due to COVID. Um, but they've done a lot of things for this league, dude. And it, it was just exciting to watch. I saw a lot of teams go in there that I had high hopes for, end up getting 3-0 swept because they do best of five series. Um, they'll get 3-0 swept. My favorite team was in winner's bracket. They were ranked third in the league. 
and they lost their first match by 3-1, and then they lost their second match 3-0. That's very unfortunate. It was not fun, man. It wasn't fun, but this weekend we have um, the Final Four. We've got the London Royal Ravens, the Chicago Huntsmen, the Dallas Empire, and the Atlanta Phase. The Royal um, Ravens. The London Royal Ravens, man. That's that, a, that is an awesome name. I'm dude, not going to lie. They're surprising me. I mean, they're, they've are they been kind of like a middle-of-the-pack team all year, um, but they, they beat the New York Subliners uh, to move on to the Final Four. And, I mean, even just winning one match with another – because – when that first started on the playoffs, when the playoffs first started, um, it was you win that first match in losers bracket. If you win your first match in losers, you get a hundred thousand dollars guaranteed, which is unreal. You you play, I mean, you win three maps of Call of Duty and you get a hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> which is crazy. Um, Let me get in on that. But exactly. But the Ravens they moved forward. Um, so this weekend we've got the Chicago Huntsmen taking on the Royal Ravens in losers bracket, and then in the winners bracket we have the Dallas Empire in the Atlanta Phase. Um, the loser of the Atlanta Phase and Dallas Empire matchup will then play the Chicago Huntsmen and London Royal Ravens winner. Um, so then the winner of that will go on to play the winner from the winners bracket, and then the champion will be crowned in a best of nine series for a grand total prize pool of $1.7 million. Now, I'm not going to act like I know anything about eSports, because I don't, but that that sounds pretty interesting. I will say, man, if there's if there's a time to start, dude, watch the Final Four. Um, this past weekend, the Chicago Huntsman played Optic Gaming LA, and it went to a uh, round five, and in that specific game mode, there's 11 rounds, and in the 11th round, it came down to a 1v1, and it was probably the craziest, the absolute craziest map I've ever seen played because there was just, it went to the round 11, of course, and then it was like one person would kill somebody, then that person would die, 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 and it was just going, it was spiraling out of control. And it happened so fast. It was just crazy. But if you guys are going to tune in, championship weekend is coming up on Friday. The losers play on Friday. The winners play on Saturday. And then they'll crown the champion on Sunday. Um, Very and interesting. Then, then the offseason until January, which I'll cover roster mania and all that stuff when the time comes. But very exciting stuff. Um, really excited for that. I, I'm just grinning ear to ear right now. Uh, so Zach, there were a couple of things that I thought about would be pretty cool for the podcast. Okay. And you had kind of started this idea and I really liked it. So I think you should roll with it. What if you were the GM for the number one pick in the NBA draft and the number two pick, what would you do from the Timberwolves perspective? And what would you do from Golden State's perspective? I'm going to start with the Timberwolves because I think this is easier. Zach, and I really hope if you're the GM for the Timberwolves, you'll hear my cry. You are a Timberwolves Mello. fan. I hope so. I hope I, you grab Melo. Wait, man. you are a Timberwolves fan, correct? Yes. I will not Zach, be drafting me, Melo man. Ball. I will not be drafting anybody at all. Really? I will be. So, 
there's this there's three teammates, former college teammates that want to team up together, correct? Right. Devin Booker. Cat. From the Suns to the Timberwolves. Okay. Okay. I I'm not, I don't there would have to obviously be some players in. Um I don't know. Uh I'm gonna look up really quick who's on the roster of the Timberwolves. Fucking... We don't have much depth, man. It's like it's D and Cat. You know. <laughs> obviously not they're not gonna trade D Lo for Devin Booker because they want to team him up. Right. Maybe Jarrett Culver. Yeah. A young guy. Um Josh Akogi. Yep, young guard, really young guard, um, defensive guard. So me, I, I would either I would trade that pick and try to get D book and try to get D book, team them all up together. I think they'd be really good. I think the Timberwolves are going to be really good. I really like Ryan Saunders yep. as the head coach. Uh, his his uh, dad, Flip Saunders. Um, that might be a little tip. Ryan Saunders, uh, youngest coach in the league. Um, just, uh, remember that. Just a little heads up. Just remember that. Ryan Saunders. Youngest. Youngest coach coach in the league. The NBA. Yes, remember that. So, yeah, I would want to either maybe bring in Devin Booker or draft someone like Anthony Edwards or LaMelo Ball. Um, so that's from the Timberwolves. I mean, before we move on to Golden State, I just want to give my perspective here. On the Timberwolves, obviously, uh, when the Thunder lost Kevin Durant, I wanted to follow a team that wasn't big. Like, I wasn't going to jump ship from the Thunder to Golden State. Um, and I wanted to follow a team that had a lot of upside. Mm-hmm. And this was the year that they had drafted Cat. And I loved the way Cat played. He's my favorite player in the league. Um, and I've been watching him. And... Andrew Wiggins was not the answer. He was never the answer, and I hate his guts. And if you're listening to this, Andrew, I hope you hear it. He's going to be involved in my next topic. And then Jimmy Butler came along, and they were really successful. Um, But there was a lot of stuff behind the scenes that we didn't see or hear of until the end of the season, and it just did not work out. And then we got D'Lo, and I love love D'Angelo Russell. And... I think if you pair D'Angelo Russell with LaMelo Ball and Carl Anthony Towns, that's a freak lineup, man. That's a freak lineup that's set for a while. So tell me why weren't they were they they had a good they had a decent roster, didn't they? I mean it wasn't bad before we got rid of Jimmy. Um with Jimmy Butler on the roster, it was really good. It was a good roster and it, everything fit well. We didn't have great depth. But the depth that we had worked. Um, but with the loss to Jimmy Butler, there really wasn't anybody. Like, you know how there's veterans, but then there's, like, people that have been in the league that just are better players. Right. Like, they had, you know, Taj Gibson, who's been in the league for a while, but he didn't mm-hmm. really do anything. Derrick Rose. Yeah, Derrick Rose came along. Um, but it just it, – it hasn't worked, and we, we just – it's either you go for a superstar or you get mellow ball from us, which okay. getting Devin Booker would be great. But if they don't get D book, dude, they better draft mellow. 
I I really like Lamelo Ball. I've been big on him for years. I think he's going to be the best ball brother. If Leandro Ball didn't steal in China, they would all be in the NBA. Yeah, I agree. I think he still can. Yeah, maybe. He's in the G League right now with OKC. So, we'll see. Idiot. But, now on to the Golden State Warriors. Yep. The number two overall pick. Now, the Warriors are still probably they're, – they're still a title contender. Absolutely. When Steph comes back, when Clay comes back, Draymond's going to be good again once they come back because they make Draymond better. They still have Jordan Bell, right? They do not. They don't have Jordan Bell. I believe he's on the Timberwolves. God, that's even better. Is he? I'll check that out. Yeah, but, check that, dude. But, um, nope, he's on the Cavs. Gotcha. But uh, they're, they're a title contender. So Absolutely. why they're gonna they're gonna need they need a center. So why draft a center and build him up and develop him when you can trade him to a team that could develop a center? So what I'm saying for the Warriors to do package Andrew Wiggins, the second overall pick. And maybe another piece if needed, and trade him to the Sixers for Joel Embiid. Dude, <laughs> that I don't want that to happen. But I think that if the Warriors did that, they're the clear, clear, clear favorite for the finals. For and the I think, it, and I think it makes, and I think it makes sense. Absolutely. Because why would you want to develop a center when your title contenders? I don't know how long Curry has left. Plus, he's been injury prone. Right. Uh, Clay Thompson is one of the best, better defenders in the NBA. He's an elite three point shooter. Yeah, if he's, he's on, if he's on offense, dude, he's not moving. So, <laughs> so if you get Joel Embiid, that changes. Pair him with Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. Uh, sign a sign a small forward like um, maybe. I don't know who's a free agent. I haven't looked at the free agent pool yet. Um, but if you compare them with Draymond Green, um, that would be incredible. That'd be that'd be a five star lineup, dude. And the for Sixers, obviously, um, Ben Simmons and Embiid aren't working well together. Yeah, I mean, it really sucks that Ben Simmons got hurt. Yeah, I think that you know if they would have been winning. Throughout the playoffs, I think that could have helped their relationship. But so maybe you, they go out and get a small forward like Jeremy Grant. He's okay. going to be a free agent. Um, I'm looking at the list right now. Gordon Hayward's a free agent. Ooh, that's big. I don't know if they'd be able to afford him with Curry, Thompson, Draymond, and Embiid. I don't. It takes a cut, man. I'm I'm looking way out of the money option. Because I don't know if this would any of this would work. Yeah, right. Exactly. But I'm just thinking based off logic. That, you're thinking if you're in 2K and you're able to just... And you turned off salary cap. Exactly. Um, Force trades. Plus, I think the Sixers are... They need to get rid of Al Horford. They yep. overpaid for him greatly. Four years, $109 million. After he opted out of the Celtics contract, where he was guaranteed to make a lot of money, that screams that something was wrong and he didn't play up to his contract. Um, Tobias Harris, um, kind of overpaid. 
he's good, but five years, 180 mil. Yeah. That's geez. a lot. I don't know about that, man. Was he on the Timberwolves? Tobias Harris? Yeah. I think he I think he played for the Pistons. No, the yeah, the Pistons to the Clippers. Yeah. And then he was traded to the Sixers. Yeah. So I think that the Sixers could develop James Wiseman, draft him, um, maybe sign a true, maybe a true point guard. I still like Ben Simmons at the point, but maybe sign. You gotta sign a shooter. Like maybe bring back JJ Redick, okay. uh, bring back Kyle Korver, maybe Davis Bertons, sign a shooter for, to put around Ben Simmons because you know he's not shooting. Um, James Wideman <laughs> is a good is a good shooter for a big man. So if you put a shooter around Ben Simmons, I think they'll be good. Um, I, don't know, I just on don't my think my team, dude. Galaxy <laughs> Opal Ben Simmons can pop. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Galaxy Opal Ben Simmons is the same as real life Ben Simmons. <laughs> but but yeah, dude. I think obviously in a perfect world, I would like to have the Timberwolves grab Lamelo. Um, one because that would put a lot of eyes on him, and I think that would be good for the Timberwolves. Um, and if you pair him, dude, that that backcourt could be filthy. It really could. I'd rather see Lamelo in a big market, though, like New York. That would be nice. That would be nice. But I mean, hopefully they grab Lamelo, dude. Yeah. Hopefully, because I mean, even if things don't work out, dude, that's a that's a big name. That's a big I mean, name you could ship. If the Timberwolves don't get Lamelo, I don't think the Warriors are going to draft Lamelo. No, I don't think they have a And then the next pick would be the Hornets. They might take Lamelo. I think they would. And then the, he's still there. The fourth pick is the Bulls. Um, I think they're gonna take Obi Toppin or uh, who's the guy? He, I think he's from Israel. Um, I forgot his name. He's he's uh he's gonna be a top ten pick. Um, six. I forgot six. Seven is the Pistons. The Pistons but need some some backcourt love, dude. They they traded away Andre Drummond. I think they're probably going to trade away Blake Griffin. Um, I I don't know what to think of them, but it's going to be a fun draft. I'm excited because really there's so. no usually every year there's like a set number one pick. Like last year it was Zion, right? Um, like Anthony Davis, Carl Anthony Towns. This year there's not a set number one. Like it could be. James Wiseman, it could be LaMelo Ball, it could be Anthony Edwards, it could be Obi Toppin. I mean, the lottery dude was just weird how it worked out anyway. Right. So. I'm excited. I'm excited. Dude, I am too. And, you know, make sure you guys keep tuning in because we're going to cover it. We're going to cover the draft. We're going to give you guys our opinions. At some point, I would love to make up like a mock draft for the first time. Yes, that'd be fun. That'd be very cool to do. Maybe Um, we could do it live. That would be even better on, on our Twitch. That would be uh, really nice to do. Speaking of live, we have an announcement. Let's hear it, man. You start it. You start it. So there's this project that we've been working on for a little bit. Um, we're introducing a YouTube channel and a Twitch channel to our podcast, where every two weeks we will be doing a game show live on Twitch. And uploading the episode to YouTube instead of the regular upload spots. So it won't be on Google Podcasts, won't be on Spotify, and it definitely won't be on Apple Podcasts. It's an exclusive. It will be on YouTube. 
Um, so we're going to live stream it on Twitch. We're going to record that, edit it up, put it on YouTube. It's going to be a little game show episode. It's starting next Thursday. We're recording next Thursday. It should be uploaded on either Friday or Saturday. Um, we'll be streaming Sports Jeopardy. I created the game. I didn't create the game, but I made all the questions. I put I them created in. Jeopardy. <laughs> I put in all the point values. I created all the questions. Um, it's going to be fun. And we're giving the listeners the first opportunity to join. So if you're listening to this, message me or Brandon on Twitter. Or if you know us personally, just hit us up wherever. Follow the Twitch channel. It would be my, my personal Twitch channel at ZachWTW. I changed the name. And subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, the YouTube channel has not been created yet, but follow our Twitters to keep being updated. Um, Brandon's is brow81, B-R-O-W-E-81. Mine is Zach, W-T-W, Z-A-C-H, Zach, W-T-W. And the main podcast one is W-T-W, podcast underscore. So go follow that for updates. If you want to be on, hit us up. It should be a really fun time. Eventually, I'm hoping that we can incorporate some type of prize, but right now, <laughs> for bragging rights, right, 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 for. But guys, yeah. on, honestly, guys, we would love to have you know a bunch of people knocking at our door asking, like, "Hey, could I be a part of it?" We would really appreciate it. Um, of course, anybody that comes to us will get first dibs. If we get a lot of people that want to be on it, and we don't have the room. Whoever doesn't get in will get in on the next one, and they'll be first in line. So um, the winner from the fir- from the winner will be on the next episode. Right. So we'll have so, it's going to be three teams of two. So you and a partner. So message me or Brandon with your name, your partner's name, and your team name, and we can get you guys in there. And like I was saying, if you guys don't get picked because we have a lot of entries, we will absolutely have you written down for the next one next available um so just hit us up we would love to have you guys on there i think it'll be a lot of fun um i would just make sure to to listen back to this episode because you might have a freebie so um some types of questions you might expect um basketball baseball football a little bit of soccer not no hockey i don't think there is but We'll definitely try to include all the sports in future games. Absolutely. We would love to, especially, you know, closer to, like, the NBA draft. We would love to have an NBA draft-themed Jeopardy. Or if we did, you know, the NFL season opener would be coming up if we did NFL Jeopardy. Like, we would love to do those kinds of things. And if there's any other kinds of Jeopardy or Jeopardy topics that you guys would like to see, let us know on, on social media or just hit us up if you know us personally. And this isn't uh, like a typical type of Jeopardy. It's going to have different rules. It's gonna, not going to be buzzers. It's going to be like a set order. And Jeopardy or this Jeopardy type game isn't going to be the only one we're going to be doing. We're going to be doing stuff like debate royales. Uh, we'll get more into that later. We're going to think of other games to get involved. I think it's going to be a really good time. Absolutely. But besides that, Zach, you got anything else you want to say to these people? Um, fuck John Heyman. Fuck John Heyman. Thank you guys for listening to another episode. I really do appreciate it. I know Zach does too. Um, we would love to uh, get a schedule going. So our plan right now is we're going to be uploading on Tuesdays and Fridays. Um, so just be ready on Tuesdays and Fridays because the episodes will be up. 
Um, if there's anything that changes, follow us on social media. We will guys, we will let you guys know over there. Um, but besides that, I'm all set. Zach, you want to get the outro? Goodbye, friends.